Yo, what's up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph here, and man, I gotta tell you, I screwed up on something pretty bad today. Uh, Jeff and I just did a, a, a new rundown for this week, and when we did the recording, I didn't adjust the camera, and unfortunately, it's uh, it's focused on our background, and he and I are a little blurry uh, in the foreground, and then also, I don't know what happened, something with my microphone, and the thing got turned off uh, in the process of us setting up for the show, so, uh, you know, we take pride in our audio and video quality around here at Raiders Fan Radio, uh, but unfortunately, this one is uh, has missed the mark, so you have to pardon with us a little bit, uh, please, on that, And uh, but if you, you're still inclined to check it out, uh, please do. We had a lot of fun. It was a great show. First day of training camp here today. Uh, so we really enjoyed the conversation. I hope you do too if you check it out. We just wanted to tell you that on the front end that uh, it kind of looks and sounds a little ass, especially when I'm on the microphone. But anyways, love you guys. Talk to you soon. Go Raiders. today okay go i was gonna say why thank you brad musburger <laughs> <laughs> hey boys and girls no it's been terrible um hey, bitch. hey motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what's up raider nation it's your boy swag jeff with my buddy murph to my left here and this is what we call the raiders fan radio rundown where it's not a live show but we still want to talk with you we want to hang out with you all that good stuff because we got some we got, we got some stuff to talk about new shits come to light right the raiders are in camp bro let's go man. The, the, the season has officially begun right absolutely so appreciate you joining us raider nation uh we are here at the intermountain Healthcare office uh, otherwise known as uh, Murph's fan office. Fan office. <laughs> so as why Jeff said, we're going to take you for a tour around the house. And so here we are in my office uh, while we're still waiting to sell my stupid house. Um, but uh, Fan Cave 2.0, though, is still loading. Uh, we're going to get there eventually, but um, still got another another week that, uh, you know, we're, we're still cooking the books. Well, yeah. Yeah, not cooking the books. <laughs> That sounds bad. Well, cooking the books, that's what, that's what, um, like tax accountants do. Yeah. Uh huh. Cook the books. Okay. Well, don't cook the books. Not cooking books. No. Joel would be on our ass. Yeah, right. Yeah, Joel would be kicking our ass. Yeah, there you go. No, I meant like in the books, but it's still cooking. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Let me just shut up and just go ahead and <laughs> jump into this episode of the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown. Let's do that. Where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. If you're new to the show, uh, we take our fandom pretty damn seriously, but we don't take ourselves very seriously. Um, and so we just like to have a lot of fun, talk about the Raiders, talk about our favorite football team. Uh, normally we do this show live on Wednesday nights at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern. Uh, myself and Jeff and then our other best friend, Michelle, uh, we're going to be getting back into live shows soon, uh, yes. but again, as we've been kind of pending through this whole studio uh, change here, it's kind of put a little bit of a hamper in our in our live shows, but we're going to get back to it very, very or soon. Or a damper? What did I say? A you said a hamper. I'm a mess, bro. Yeah, we got dirty clothes and shit. <laughs> we're doing, we we're cooking money. the books in, in, the, in the hamper. Money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That, I don't know. Speaking of which, we have a nonprofit, the One Nation Foundation. <laughs> Do we? Ooh. <laughs> Heel turn. Uh, but yeah, but hey, so, so 
<laughs> but we do have one of those. We have a nonprofit that we sure. give to we we give to uh, several great folks, uh, primarily the Bolitnikov Foundation, which we're hoping to present them a check for fifteen thousand dollars at the end of the year or, or in uh, November. Uh, but we've also donated to the Raider Dad folks, and we're only a few weeks away. You know, like we said, camp has begun, the season has officially begun, and preseason is like right around the corner. So we'll be yeah. So we'll be uh, August thirteenth is the Raider Dad preseason tailgate event where uh, we're bringing along I, I think 25 family uh, families uh, I think I think it's even more now but yes, uh, but yeah, but yeah, yeah so yeah. we talked to Josh and all that stuff over at Raider Dad and great great folks over there and so we're excited to be able to represent uh, Raider Nation represent Raiders Fan Radio the One Nation Foundation all that stuff at that event and it's because your generous giving that we're able to do those kinds of things so much respect to each and every one of you and speaking of respect yeah well I want to give respect to, uh, to, to a few folks but yeah but let me start off by saying this too, Jeff. We are, we are we set our goal for fifteen thousand dollars this year uh, to raise money for the Bolitnikov Foundation. As Jeff said, we already gave two grand to the Raider Dad folks, um, and and hundred um, percent, all that money comes from our listening audience. Excuse me, uh, comes from you, Raider Nation, and your amazing generosity. And even those of you that can't donate directly monetarily, um, your 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 sharing, your likes, your your re- your retweets. I'm going to get the, all these words out eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all that stuff, man, all helps us because it generates advertising opportunities. Um, we've had our first set of corporate sponsors coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got advertising coming up with Caesar Sportsbook again. And we are literally waiting on the phone to ring on two different deals today, Raider Nation, that if we ink these two deals in the way that what it, it of what we think that these things could be, we have the potential to not only with your generosity, but the generosity of these other folks and companies, we have a chance to lock in our funding for the next two years. Oh, for sure. Like absolutely, these are game-changing deals could game be happening, changing. and it's and and it's all because of you. You know, they're yes. they're building on what you started. So yes. so I mean, we we couldn't do this without you, and to get attention of some of these other folks that are willing to give in the ways that they might they see give. You out there repping the One Nation Foundation. A hundred percent. They see it in the chats and in the, you know what I mean? So folks have taken notice of what our listening audience has done. And so we can't respect you enough and applaud you enough for, for what you've done because it's not about what you've done for even the foundation or for us. What it is what it is about is that what you've done for the kids that we're going to take to the Raider game for, in the with Raider Dad. Yes. The young women that are impacted by the Bolitnikoff Foundation and the work that they do offering rehabilitative services and counseling services for young women at risk of domestic violence and substance abuse. That's what it's all about. And so that's what you've done. You've literally made positive changes in people's lives and most of it young people. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And if you, and if you have the opportunity to go to the Bolitnikoff event every year that they do the crab fest that Fred and Angela put on, it's absolutely a phenomenal event. You just, you, you just get such good feelings in your heart when they actually break down and say, Hey, if you donate a hundred bucks, you're giving all these girls toothpaste and you go a step oh, forward you're giving them you know you're giving them a bed to sleep on and you're giving them this and like they kept going on and on and on to like the ten thousand dollar level like you're literally like we're building a wing of the Blitnikoff center of hope in your name and stuff like that so it's just really really cool to see the boots on the ground and the work that you know they're doing and 
that we can be a small part of that and you can be a part of that Absolutely. as well. So it's it's an amazing thing. Absolutely. So much, much respect to you all very much and, uh, and, uh, and thank you. And for those of you that are tuning in maybe for the first time and going, are these guys going to talk about the Raiders? Yes, we're going to talk about the Raiders, but we got, we always want to uh, acknowledge what our nonprofit is doing, what the foundation is doing, and what those that are enabling us to, to you know to take action through the foundation. We always want to highlight highlight that first and give respect to that first, um, because Raiders Fan Radio and what we do around here is now designed to uplift and support the One Nation Foundation. Hundred percent. That's it. We'll get to the Raiders stuff, but at the top of the show here, we're gonna we're gonna highlight what's going on with the foundation. And frankly, too, I think this, Jeff. Um, for those of you, that, and we have some significant donors and, and, and consistent donors, you know what I mean, where every time we do a show, there's, there's folks in there that are signing up for Raiders Fan Radio memberships, or they're, or they're throwing out the Super Chats, or they're sending us PayPal donations, yep. they're buying our merch, you know, all that stuff. I want them to know what's up with their money. Oh, for sure. Because it's a big deal for people to, 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 to shell out, you know what I mean, monetary donations. Yeah, we want to be transparent with where the money's going, all that stuff, whether it be merch sales, any of that, super chats, direct PayPal donations, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, we, we want to let you know where it's going what's, because, what's you know, yeah. yeah. And, and like you said, to kind of piggyback off of what you said, if you're tuning in late, this is your first time, whatever, whatever. This is Raider Nation. Like, and, and that's family, man. So, you know, so first things first, when the family walks through the door, you, you get caught up on what's going on yeah, in the family, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, so before we start talking about the, the other yeah. shit, you know, we, we kind of, we feel, you know, what's going on with our lives. So yeah, that's what we're yeah, doing right here. Yeah. How's your kids in that? Yeah, you exactly. I mean? Exactly. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, so anyway, so, so thank you Raider Nation again. Uh, and I always say this too, we could spend an entire show of us just sitting around being generous uh, and they're costing it. Us having gratitude. Bragging your on generosity. your generosity. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Jeez. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. I'm a mumble mouth today. But anyways, but so thank you very, very much. Yep. Uh, and so next up. Yeah. Yeah. On, on the heels of that. Well, we like to give respect, right? We don't do props. We don't do shout outs. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. But we're here. We're Italian. And we're going to give a little bit of respect. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, so we have a couple people we want to give respect to. So first and foremost, our buddies, man. Scott and Moe, Mo, man. Silver and Black today. We want to give them much, much respect. So if you tuned into their last show, first off, I just want to say, if you're not listening to Silver and Black today, you're, you're doing, doing your fandom wrong. wrong. Like, you just really, you really need, because they got great takes. I mean, Mo is maybe one of the smartest football minds that I've listened Dude, to on that, a podcast. That shit that he was pulling out about, like, when you can renegotiate contracts and all that kind of, like, because, oh no, it was the pup list. Yes, yes, yes. And Scott was like, well, wait a minute, if you designate somebody, but then they come back on, and so that means, and Moe's like, knew all that yeah. stuff. And, and I'm Scott like, was busting his chops going, oh, well, he, he must, he, you study this every night, don't you, before bed, <laughs> you know? But, but what a wealth of knowledge, man. But so, yeah, those that show is incredible. So Scott and Moe, much props to, to just the quality of the show that you guys produce, yeah, you know? Yeah, and there's a, gonna, uh, there's a collab that's going to be coming very soon with Moe and Scott and the Raiders Fan Radio crew as well. Like, that's, I'm going to join them after the game. Oh, you sure are. Coming up here uh, for the preseason game. Absolutely. After the Niners game. Absolutely. I'll be joining them back there on Silver and Black today. So those guys want to give them respect. It's some incredibly kind words. Not only about our show, most importantly about the foundation, but then also uh, Scott announced on the show that anything that they do on YouTube in terms of Super Chats, they're donating 100% of that to us in the One Nation. Respect. Foundation. I mean, my Yeah, gosh, yeah, respect. Like, That's unbelievable. Because right, I just listen to their show anyways. Sure. It's like one of the only Raider shows I listen to just because I don't want other people's opinions to be my opinion. So as much as we love a lot of our fellow 
people that are in this space, most of you, I don't listen to you. And it because I don't love you. It's just because I don't. Yeah, but we pop in and we give respect and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we don't want their show to become our show. Yeah, well, I don't like people that like I highly respect, like Graf, right? I respect his takes. He's got great takes. I love his fire, his energy, his passion, all the things, the Mm -hmm. way he represents Raider Nation. Well, I would hate for him to be talking about a thing on his show and then us get on our show, turn on our microphones, and then I'm just like regurgitating some of the things that he said. I don't ever want to do that. Sure. Anyway, so I rarely listen to Raider stuff. But Silver Black today is a must listen for me. So in the course of listening to this latest episode, when they got to that third segment and rained down all that positivity on us and the foundation and that announcement that they were going to give that money away to the foundation, that just like, I mean. Just hits you right in the feels, man. man. Yeah. Thank you guys so very very much can't appreciate you enough absolutely so so the uh, that the last portion of respect that we want to give of course is to our you know like you mentioned just a minute ago our uh, our corporate sponsor yeah. our first corporate sponsor uh, if you need anything from trailers to scissor lifts or anything like that we want to give respect to our good friends over at united I- rentals absolutely so united rentals do that shit <laughs> All right, so let's hit a break, and then we'll come on back. I know I got a good idea. Oh, yeah? Let's talk about the Raiders. Let's do that. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, welcome back to The Rundown. I am Murph. This is my co-host, my best friend in your swag, Jeff. And we are here to talk about the Raiders. And, you know, you can't talk about the Raiders in the absence of talking about Derek Carr. That void has been filled by who? Josh Jacobs, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's like, we used to joke on the show that, like, nothing brings them in like talking about Derek Carr. Because you want to talk about gaining a a freaking someone. you You want a Raiders fan's opinion? Ask them about how they feel about Derek Carr. Holy no cow. what side of the fence they come out on. They passionate as hell about that they shit. As hell, or <laughs> even if they're indifferent, they just passionate as Oh, yeah. Too. Um, you could say the same thing about this whole Josh Jacobs thing and where this thing is going. Um, I thought it was going to kind of quiet down until there was this thing where Josh has been spotted boarding an airplane, leaving Las Vegas like Cheryl Crow. And uh, Nick Cage and Elizabeth Shue, everybody leaving Las Vegas. And he said he was not planning to return anytime soon. So, of course, you have one side of Raider fan goes, well, that's it, he's gone. And then you have other side of Raider fan goes, yeah, he'll be gone until the preseason. Or, you know, or excuse me, until the, the until week, until one. week one. I've, I've, we've been saying all along, that's probably what was going to happen. No surprise there. The dude's not going to be hanging out in Las Vegas. He doesn't want to be there. It's a way to send a message. He goes home. He kicks it with the family. Keeps his body healthy, and then he'll show up when it's time. When when he absolutely has to to collect that you know week one game check. There you go. That's 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 the way this thing is going to go down. I don't think it's that big of a deal at all. Um, anything extra there you got? No, I don't think so. You know, I mean, and, and, you know, you see earlier this week, you say, say Saquon Barkley has signed his, or I, I don't, I don't guess he signed his, because, uh, because we looked it up before because, because yeah. we're just stupid fans. We so don't know like Mo. we don't know like Mo. So, oh, oh Midtown, Midtown Mo is now, uh, well, cause there was like Bo knows, Mo knows, Mo knows, Mo knows. 
Wow. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. There All you right. go, guys. That one's for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But so we looked it up. And so I guess, so, you know, because everyone said that timeline or that deadline or whatever just for to sign Josh Jacobs for Saquon to sign his deal or whatever was last week or whatever that July wasn't. 17th. And it came and went and all that good stuff. But you come to find out now that you can still renegotiate for one year deals. You can't go to those multiple uh, year deals. So Saquon signed a deal. It's worth up to $11 million. He got a $2 million signing bonus. All the incentives could make up to $11 million. So, you know, so now the pressure's on Josh Jacobs because everyone else has kind of signed their thing. Everyone else is playing ball. So now Josh is I mean, like Dick Cook's still out there. There's still some other free agents. Yeah, but he wasn't holding out. He's just a free agent. He's just a free agent. Yeah. You know, so Josh is now the only one out of that group that's kind of still holding out. So so I fully expect by week one, he's gonna be around. He doesn't want to be in that 115, 120 degree weather in Las Vegas for training camp when they're not gonna play him anyway. All that stuff. He's gonna show up, like you said, you know, right before week one. They're going to sign a deal. He'll get a, you know, $12 million one year deal and be done with it. And then, you know, or not, or play on the franchise tag or play on the franchise tag you know, and if, or and, sit out. I mean, as, uh, and here's the thing, though, I'm like, and if I'm the Raiders, like, and uh, gosh, the Raiders just have all the leverage on this thing, man. They would do. Like, the, I, I get why the Giants did what they did to get him into camp. I get it. But I also get the idea if the Raiders just go, no, why would we charge an additional $2 million onto our, you know what I mean, onto our salary cap if we don't have to? Like, it's kind of like a game of chicken or a Mexican standoff. It's like, who's going to go first? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and But the Raiders have all the leverage because if he sits out, I'm telling you, Raider Nation, he ain't missing game checks, man. Nope, I don't think so either. Because you can't, like, if you leave, if you squander $10 million, okay, that means to make that $10 million, that means that you have to get a contract, say he gets a contract, that's $12 million a year, okay? That's five years he has to play above and beyond to earn back to get even. So it's not going to happen. So right. And the Raiders know it's not going to happen like that. So he just has no leverage, man. And I feel for him, and we've... We, we, you highlighted this in the press conferences today. We're going to talk about the pressers in a minute. But both Max and Devontae reiterated, and these are your two leaders of the Raiders, by the way. You know, it's, it's, I wouldn't even say it's on one side of the ball or the other. Maybe it is, or maybe they're just co leader, whatever it is. It's the two leaders of the team. No doubt that these are your two leaders of the team. Both of these guys, in different ways, said the same thing. We understand where Josh and these other guys want to get paid. We also understand where the market is, and we can't do anything about that. Yep. So to me, the way that I'm taking that is, okay, make your point, but when it's go time, you better Show be up. here. You better be here. Yeah, 100%. You know, I mean, and, and like you said, we heard Devontae on the Dan Patrick show last week talk about that. And today in the presser, Max did the same thing. He said, you know, we can't, we can't, we're not in charge of the market right now. People value, or the teams are valuing the running back position different than what they did in years past. And that is unfortunate, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? So, so is, is he going to show up and play or is he not? You know, so, and, and yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, He's he's gonna he'll be here and he'll and he'll ball out and then if he goes and gets a bag somewhere else then go for it. But if the market is 
still where it is, which it will be. You know, the franchise tag will be a little bit higher now that, like you know, million, 12, 13 million probably. But, you know. I mean, you know, he's not really going to get a whole lot left in his career because what the CBA is up in 2030. So it ain't coming up anytime soon. He ain't going to be his prime in 2030. Like, I mean, his opportunity for the bag when that happens ain't going to be there. So and they can hold out and be mad and all that stuff. The CBA isn't going to come together any earlier than 2030. The end. The end. end. And, And I think it was Mo made a good point. Uh that when it when it comes to even when it comes to redoing the CBA, the safeties in the league don't give a shit what happens to running backs. They're interested in what's in it for the safeties. Quarterbacks are in it for the quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there's a brotherhood and all that, but at the same time, it ain't show friends, it's show business. And they want what's best collectively for the league. That's why it's called the collective bargaining agreement. There you go. It ain't the running back agreement. And obviously, by with Saquon, you know, re-upping for this one-year deal, that whole idea of them being like a, you know, a band of running backs that were going to make a statement. Yeah, he made money. a statement, all right. Yeah, money talks, and now and now Josh Jacobs is standing alone. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah. so yeah, so but uh, yeah, I, I, that that's, that's a great that's, point. Yeah. That, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, there you go. So that's 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 it on Josh Jacobs. Let us know your thoughts. Put it in the comments. Uh, put it in the YouTube chat. Tweet us. Uh, I'm at uh, underscore Murph. You're what underscore Swag Jeff? Yes. And uh-huh. so hit us up on the Twitters. Uh, let us know your thoughts, man, because we want uh, we want the show to be conversational. It's when it's at its best. We want to hear your opinions. We don't sit up here and try to pretend like we're right. We just kind of tell you what a what a couple of knucklehead fans in the Inner Mountain Healthcare office, you know, think about some uh, some of these uh, scenarios. All yep. Right, um, but speaking of players that are there, yeah, Swag Jeff, dude. We got a good one this Dude, I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up. And we're talking about number 24, Oakland's own Marcus freaking Peters. Let's go. Signs his deal for one year, five million bucks in an A's lid, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, that was badass. That was fucking badass. Yeah. That was freaking yeah. cool. And I loved it when they asked him, because they always ask the, those players when they do their signing. Yeah. Do you have a message for Raider Nation? And he's like, yeah, simple as this. Just win, baby. There it is. He knows it. He knows it. This is in his blood. Yep. Like, you got to love it. Our buddy Graf on Twitter said, you know, as being a Northern California guy, it, it kind of hits you a certain way when you see one of our own get signed. You know what I mean? And I'm a Northern California guy. Um, just to see that happen, like, it's really cool. It's like, like when we signed Devontae. I'm 100%. This guy was a freaking, you know, Raider fan growing up. When we signed De- 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 Deshaun Jackson. I thought the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I love that idea. Now, and, and I know it's not all about that stuff, but there's there's a little bit of loyalty, I think, that comes into play. And I think that when it comes down to it, when these guys have different decisions they to make, they've wanted to be Raiders their whole life. 100%. And I get it why some aren't at, at different stages and all that. Kind of, I get it because you can't control that kind of stuff and you're going to only you know represent the team that you're playing for. Um, but when they have a choice, it's kind of cool. Marshawn Lynch. To come and be a Raider, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and 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 speaking of Marshawn and stuff like that, I mean, like I just kind of want to talk for just a second about the reverence in number twenty four and what that oh, and what that do. and what that means to the Raiders organization. It's arguably the most important number in Raider history, right? I mean, you could say twelve, say you know, you'd say twelve, but like twelve thirty two, but like twenty four is way, way, way up there, you know, and so. Well, because some of the greats have, have worn that and donned it and have been the best ambassadors of Raider Nation that we've ever seen. 
guys like Willie Brown, Charles Woodson, Marshawn Lynch, you know, all that stuff. Michael, Michael Huff is no slouch, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Much respect, much respect. But, you know, uh, but, but like, but the polarizing one last time, the last guy to wear 24 was a guy that some people were like, yes, that's the guy to, to embrace that and to honor 24. And some people didn't. Some people. I thought he was gonna because I he thought was, he was like, harking back to a previous time. Yeah, I thought that he was gonna be an old school. Writer. Yeah, yeah. Well, instead he 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 followed he followed someone down to Nolans, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah. But anyway, but what a refreshing, you know, just a just a just a drink of cold water it is to be able to see Marcus Peters now to. Like not only embrace Raider Nation, but to embrace that twenty-four. I'm really he looking. He knows what that. What he knows that what that number means. Yeah, and absolutely. His cousin. Well, yeah. So cool, man. I just, I think that's awesome. Well, and he was, and you said he's neighbors, neighbors with Devontae pretty much. I mean, just right, just right down the street, you know. I mean, so they they grew up with each other and stuff like that. So like each other for a long time, and uh, and was it who was it that said they had the same age? Oh no, it was Max. Max does yeah. That him and Marcus had the same age, so he's known Marcus a long time. Yes. But I gotta imagine again going back to it again. As much as these guys will train together in the off seasons and all that kind of stuff. I, I can't imagine that a guy from East Palo Alto and a guy from Oakland who ever, you know, a shared reverence for the Raiders haven't, you know what I mean? They cross, they cross paths. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. To um, so speaking of Mark, I love it that he has come out of the gate talking shit to Devonte Adams. I love that. hundred percent. Talked about that in the, yep. in the, in the, uh, in the presser today that they're already chirping each other, which is awesome. Jimmy Garoppolo and Max Crosby are already chirping each other. Yep. Um, if you didn't get a chance to see the press conferences today, and, uh, and, and, and well, I'll tell you what. Let's talk a little bit more about Marcus Peters, and then let's talk about the rest of the okay. conferences. I think this was a huge signing for us, not only for his ability to ball hawk, because we haven't had, even if we've had our defense be effective in glimpses, we've not had timely turnovers. We've missed Khalil Mack strip sacking dudes we've missed players that can intercept passes and, and create turnovers in that way and you don't have to be a top 10 defense in terms of yardage and all that kind of stuff when you can just get the ball back right you know what i mean right like creating turnovers is one of the most impactful things you can do when you look at like when you look at like plus and minus and takeaways that is a huge indicator of how successful your football team is going to be arguably one of the biggest I mean, it's up there with points for and points against and, like, those things. Like, those are massive. The idea that you can, you know, like, all oh, the Raiders give up, you know, the X amount of yards per game. It doesn't matter. If you think about, like, it just doesn't matter. Right. When you think about, like, the old – and I know people hate it when I bring them up. But you think about the old Patriots teams. And I mean, the, when I say old, I mean, like, in their freaking, like, early, you know, 2010s. Sure. Right in there. And then we're in their wheelhouse, right? Sure. A lot of times had defenses that gave up big yards. But what did they do? Stephon Gilmore, they got the ball back and they didn't let you score in the red zone. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Malcolm Butler. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, like could be the epitome of that idea right there. Yeah. That Malcolm Butler def- is definitively what I'm talking about. That's what we want to have. Like, so with a guy like Marcus Peters, you not only get that in his playmaking ability, then save me the idea that he had a down year last year. He was coming off a knee injury. 100%. He's a defensive coordinator. He's much, much stronger in man-to-man than he is in zone. Like, And you know Patrick Graham knows that. You know these guys know that. So they're going to know what's up and how to play him. Um, so I think he's going to have a bounce-back year. 
um, considering where he was last year. And I always say you never judge judge a guy coming off an injury. Heck no. You never can. Nope. You know? Um, so anyway, so all that said, not only is he going to have that playmaking ability, what a perfect mentor for Christopher Smith. Yep. Jacorian Bennett. Yep. Like, 100%. That's what's going to be awesome. His leadership, which is already being talked about, his ability to be a dog, to be that, to demonstrate what it is to these yes. guys. What a championship mentality looks like. Yep. What a work ethic looks like. What that, again, that dog looks like. Like, that is going to be such a huge impact on our secondary. Plus, you add his leadership, as I mentioned, leadership to the younger guys in the secondary. But the whole defense in general, you know, I know Max is the guy on defense, but to have somebody like that, that veteran, been there, got the, you know what I mean? Yes. On a field, yes. Got the hardware, like a guy like that, it's such a huge impact. It's kind of what Deron Harmon brought last year. Yes. But Marcus Peters is way more, like, at least as a fan, and I don't know what, what these guys are like in the locker rooms, but my take on it, he's much more demonstrative than Deron Harmon. Oh, for sure. You know I mean, I mean? Uh, well, Marcus, he reminds me of an old school Raider. You know what I mean? He's got, he's got that attitude. He's got that swagger. He ain't afraid to showboat a little bit and stuff like that. And we saw that firsthand on a couple different occasions. You know what I mean? So to have him on our team. Exactly. 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 But, you know, but but I think he's, I think he makes the whole cornerback room better. And I want to give respect to uh, to our good buddy, Kane Town Raider. Uh, the, the, yeah. Yeah. So he, he does shows with with Hammer and all that oh, kind of okay, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. Good guy. Uh, much respect to him. So he posed a question to me on Twitter the other day oh, and oh, said, wow. hey, what's your top six uh, corner? Uh, corner room. Who's the who's going to be the six corners that make the team? So and like I like I was like wow that's a good question because like you know I mean you think you know and a lot of people you hear all oh they didn't do enough to address the defense and 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 corner was one of those spots right, you know right, right. secondary they didn't do a whole lot to address those things well, but can I take a shot at it you tell me how many are on your list okay go can we do that sure Marcus Peters yes Jacory Bennett yes Nate Hobbs yes uh Duke Shelley. He was on my maybe. He's on your maybe. Yeah. Who's more of the guy inside? The guy, uh, what's his name? The one blanking. Uh, Bassion? No, the other guy plays inside. Oh, uh, Amik? No. Uh, Long? David no. Long? No. Oh, Tyler Tyler Hall. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, he was on my list. He was on your list. Okay. How many do I got so far? Uh, you've got, uh, well, I said a couple of the other ones. So, um, yeah, so... You you got them all. I got them all. You got you got them all. So yeah. So I put uh, I put Peters, Hobbs, Jacorian Bennett, uh, Brandon Fassion, uh Tyler Hall, and that sixth spot is tricky. You got a Meek, you got uh, Duke Shelley, and you got David Long. And so you look at that room, you look at that corner room right now, and you kind of sit back and look, and you're like. Wow, we added a lot of pieces to the corner room. You like a ton because when you look at that list and you see the sixth spot that, you know, like unfortunately a guy like Amik Robertson, he might be gone. He might be gone because, you know, I mean, because that that position is so deep now. When you look at last year, Amik was like a starter. On the outside. On the outside, you know, he was going up against Jerry Judy and all that kind of stuff. So you look at a guy like that and you look at that room now and you're like, okay, like, okay, I see you. And they're they're all young, man. And then you add all these young safeties that we've got. You know, you got Marcus Epps, who's an experienced guy, but still on the younger side of his career. You know, you still got, you know, Merrig and you've got now Chris Smith and all that stuff. 
reason. Exactly, exactly. And like you said, he's another guy. He's learning a new defensive system and all that stuff. He's and gonna being a, back. he's going to bounce back big time. As a lot of these guys are, dude. I'm telling you, man. And here's here's okay. Say it, you okay. Said it earlier I said it earlier, man. I, I'm I'm going to say this, man. You, you look at the defense. You look at the offensive pieces that we've got. To the the uh, we've added a lot of pieces, a lot of McDaniel pieces that I think are crucial. And let's not stick our nose up at the fact that McDaniels is getting his crew. He's getting his guys to run his offense. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, this season might be special. I think we might make a little run. And that's my hot take, and I'm going to stick by it all season long until we start 0-6 or whatever, and then maybe I won't. But I'm telling you right now, day two or day one or whatever of training camp, Look out for the 2023 Raiders, man. They're sleeping on us big time. Ain't no one giving us a chance. And we're the lighter side journey into the dark side here at Raiders Fan Radio. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of light to look at right now. Because I'm telling you, I think that this team is going to do some very special things. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play all 17 games this year. And he is he is like, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm so fired up for Jimmy G. And we're going to talk about him in just a minute, man. But just... This, the dynamic that he brings to this team that was different than the quarterback of the past. I'm telling you, man, it's a it's a it's a drink of fresh water, man. I love it. Well, and and let's just get, just jump into it, okay? Because I, I, it was very because I've been look, I've been tiptoeing around this offseason like most of us fans in terms of the level of my optimism. Like there are some things where I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty cool, and then there are some things I'm like, oh, okay, well, did, you know. Did Bob Spillane fire anybody up? Or like, what are we doing here? Like, you know, can we trust what Divine Diablo's size and, and you know, level of experience? Is that going to be enough? You know, is Jerry Tillery going to be able to walk up the, the inside? You know, Byron Young starts off on the, was it the pup list or whatever it was? That he, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is he going to be able to come back to, 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 to start? Um, you know, Tyree Wilson not being out there right away, you know, and going to have to come in in rotation maybe at best. Uh, for Chandler Jones, is that enough? And, you know, so there's a lot of things that are, we could be critical. You look at, yes, you look at the success of, of Jimmy Garoppolo, but then you look at like, well, okay, but he doesn't put a team on his back and carry teams to victory either. So was it enough? Was it enough, right? So I've kind of been tiptoeing around optimism and I'm never, I'm never going to like go all the way negative because I'm just not that built like that. I'm an optimistic guy and until they give us a reason to be critical and to be, you know, let down and you know what I mean? Then, then I'll, then I'll jump right in and be let down sure. and be critical of it all. Sure. But none of it's happened yet. So I'm not going to anticipate um, that it's going to, that that's what <laughs> the way that it's going to go down. Right. So, but today I felt a little bit of a shift in my silver and black heart. Jeff. Well, yeah. When you see, okay. We watched the, the, the three main guys that we saw at the podium today, Devante, Jimmy and Max. Okay. Devonte, he's like so level, so like you can't get him off center. Nope. You you can throw any question at him, then there's some dopey ass questions. Oh my gosh, do better, guys. Come on, guys, like really leading questions where it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look, let's let's move past the guy. Can we? Like, let's not lead our superstars into talking about him anymore. Right, um, right. Anyways, so you can't get him off center. Are you going to be able to catch a pass from someone that, that you haven't caught a pass from before? He's Devontae freaking Adams. Ca- I'll throw him the ball. He's going to come down with it. Come down you with know it. what I mean? Stop it. 
Like, he's never caught a pass from anybody in his entire life. Nope. One guy. Nope. Nope. Well, yeah, no. It's Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. That's it. That's the only two. Only two. They made him. They made him who he was. Since high school. Oh, my gosh. He's the only only two quarterbacks he's ever caught from. I know. So, yeah, like Jordan Love probably never threw him a pass. Heck no. no Devontae wouldn't come down with that ball. No way. Why would Jared Stidham throw Devontae Adams a pass? Oh, wait. He did, right? Oh, in a game, too. Oh, my gosh. For, like, two or three touchdowns, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. What a concept. Huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could go work for the beat writer's room. Anyways, I digress. Um, Devontae Adams, man, he's 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 so established in the league. He's so highly respected. Like, you, again, he's just like this rock. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So then you got that guy. Then you've got Jimmy, who is happy as shit to be there. Like You can tell, man. He is fired up. To wear those colors, man. He sure is, man. Yeah. He's smiling like crazy at the podium. He's jovial. He's jokey. All reports from all levels, from all the players, that they're calling him a dog. They're saying yes. Jimmy's a dog. Like, Jimmy is like, dude is a leader. And I don't want to talk about the other guy. So we'll just say that he's not a self-professed leader. Apparently, his actions are doing the talking. I know it's day one of practice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not getting all crazy here. But the idea that I can tell you I'm a thing or I can show you I'm a thing. Right. Jimmy's just showing that he's a thing. 100%. He and well, and you know what? And, 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 and Max talked about it. And I think we briefly brought it up just then. Jimmy's, he had, you know, he hasn't touched a football in a minute. You know, he's been, you know, studying, working with the coaches, working with players, hanging out with guys, you know, you know, going out and on the town in Las Vegas with these guys building relationships. This is the first time he's put on the pads and actually done something. And he's already talking shit to his to his own teammates. That's unbelievable. That's amazing. And something that we just haven't seen in quite a while. And so, you know, a guy like Max, who's the leader of the team, you know, he could have just not said anything. But he was impressed day one, and he's this Mike. I'm not just saying it because he's my quarterback. That dude's a dog. Like respect. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I love it. And I loved Jimmy. Like you know, it's like the, the you know the you know the, the first day in high school or the first day in jail, right? You, you, you pick the baddest dude in the world. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Max Crosby's one of, if not the baddest dude on our football team. Yeah. And Jimmy comes out day one talking shit to him. I love I'm it. Like, I love it. Come on, man. Yep. yep. You know, I've been saying that's all- Raider shit, right? Yes. That's what I was <laughs> going to say. This whole off season, I've been saying that like, I would love to see the Raiders embrace what the mystique and the history and the legacy of this organization is and make that whatever it can be. Cause it can't be the same. You can't be Phil Villapiano and Gene Upshaw with bars inside their forearms, killing people. But what you can do is you can take that mentality and impart it in a way that makes sense for to modern, modern day NFL. Jimmy is doing that. Our quarterback oh, yeah. is doing, I don't even know when the last time we had a quarterback that was like that, that had that scrap, that had that edge, that had that, I mean, was it Gannon? Probably. Yeah. I had to have been. I mean, you know, because even Jason Campbell, even though he had like some pretty good time before he got hurt, like he was a pretty chill guy. He wasn't a big shit talker and stuff like that. So like, and you think back to through all the other guys, I mean, Derek certainly wasn't that. Um, yeah, I can't think of the last time we had somebody that was just kind of fiery 
But that sends Gannon. So, I, dude, I'm all in for this, man. And now people are going to call you out and compare that <laughs> you're comparing Rich Gannon and Jimmy Garoppolo after oh, one day of training oh, camp. Course. You know, there's going to be those people drinking the haterade. But, but I'm with you, man. Like, I mean, I just love the fire, man. I love the passion. And like you said, someone that's genuinely happy to be here. I love yes. it. I love it. He is fired up. He's got a smile ear to ear. He looks like a split watermelon. You know what I mean? Like he's like he's fired up, man. Like I like what? Well, yeah, absolutely. What more? What more do you want? What more do you want, Raider Nation? If your quarterback is fired up and he's firing other people up and he's impressing people on his first day of class, like deal, deal, deal. Well, you know, and there's something else too that's interesting about that. And and look, I'll just we'll just call it what it is. Even though I said I'm not going to talk about him anymore, but it's hard not to contrast. It's really, really hard not to come out of one thing that you've known for nine years and then. Well, and we're, and we're looking to get clicks, so you need to talk about oh, it. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're all about clickbait. Well, yeah. Um, I think that, and, and I thought this way before Derek even was even let go or anything. Sure. Kind of stuff. Okay. I thought that a fresh start would be good for him and the organization because Derek carried the burden of expectation almost i mean so squarely on his shoulders he wanted to please us fans and the organization and to prove himself and win more than anybody that i'll never question you know he he wanted it so bad that i think at times he was suffocated by his own expectation by his own desires you don't see that with Jimmy. You see a guy playing, or I don't know if he's going to play loose, but his presence is loose. It's fun. It's a kid's game. It's not this like, you know, like it. you don't feel the weight. I felt like with Derek, especially the last few years, you felt the weight on him. And and I felt for him. Yeah. And I really did. And that's why I thought that, you know, getting a fresh start somewhere else where, Ain't nobody in New Orleans, you know, there ain't no affiliation to Derek Carr. Like, he's going to get a true fresh start. I think the same thing even with Jimmy. He's got a brand new fresh start. But I just think it's refreshing to see somebody that is not carrying any weight, is just carrying in a level of brevity and, and levity and all mm-hmm. the other evities to just be excited yeah. to be there, smiling. and One felt heavy and the other one kind of has an aura. You know what I mean? Like Jimmy just kind of had like you feel like I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo is the kind of guy that like he owns that room when he walks in you and you can That's see there and there and there, you know, they're panning across training camp and stuff. You see these videos and you see everyone around Jimmy. Right. And he's signing autographs. He's doing all these things. But you feel like I mean, even on the field, like he he's he's owning that field yeah. like he's the guy, you know, so I mean, so, yeah, uh, all in all, I'm so fired up for number 10. Me too, man. And listen, and I uh, look, we'll get some, you know, we'll put them in the comments, negative or, or positive. And I know that we'll hear it from some folks. Well, yeah. Oh, my gosh, enough. You guys love your bootlickers and your blah, blah, blah. Look, man, that is QB1 for our favorite football team. And so far, yes, it's one day of camp. I, we are not losing perspective of that at all, but it's something so far so good. Yep. Box one checked. Yep. Like okay. Yeah. I will see what tomorrow has to bring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know he's he's healthy. His uh, you know his demeanor is there. His energy is there. Like okay, so far so good. Now tomorrow may bring another story, and you'll have a different take coming from us. But as of right now. We got no reason to not. I mean, we're gonna sit up here telling you we're gonna go win the Super Bowl or anything like that. 
But I think that the idea, the mentality with having a lighter approach, this is a kid's game, man. Yes, it's emotional. And yes, these guys are badasses. And yes, he's got, but like, there is an element of, this is another thing about the Raiders. I talk about the legacy of the Raiders. The legacy of the Raiders, there's a lot of goof. Ted Hendricks rode a horse into training camp one time. You know what I mean? Like, they did silly shit all the time. John Matuzak used to take remote-controlled trucks and tape M80s to them and drive them into John Madden's office and explode them. They did a bunch of crazy, silly things. They didn't. They took their, their shit serious on Sundays. The rest of the time... They had fun with it, man. They enjoyed each other. And that's what made each, and that's what made him so good. And that's what made him so good. And we see it even nowadays. When you see Fred Bolitnikoff and Phil Villapiano in the same room talking to each other, whether they're reminiscing about the old days or talking about what's going on in their current lives, they have this bond, man, this connection. You know, we saw it with Rod Martin. We saw it with George Atkinson. We saw it with these guys that, like, they have this amazing bond. And so I think... I don't know. Again, I'm not trying to get all crazy here, but those the idea that now this new version of the Raiders could start to build that a little bit. I'm encouraged by it, man. So anyway, so let's go to the other side of the ball. Let's talk about Max. Yep. We already kind of touched on it a lot about kind of his demeanor, but I really loved and t- talk about this, Jeff, because we, okay. we talked about it a little bit last week. His response when asked about the quarterback thing, yep, which was fantastic, but then also like. Physically, what he's gone through. Talk a little bit about that because this dude, man, we've been saying it for a few weeks now, I think is legit going to have a defensive player of the year type season absolutely absolutely i think his impact will be that yeah absolutely well you know so they they ask him about the quarterback and stuff like that and he said that he loves that people got to see that side of it and stuff like that and he goes he goes i wish they'd mic me up all year he goes because then you'd really see some stuff. It'd be you know it'd be that every week because he is that guy. He's that dog. You know he's got that old school Raider in him and stuff like that. And one more thing to tag on that uh, quarterback th- that oh, you talked about. Yeah. Uh, so I think the quarterback, special. the quarterback special on Netflix. So so they talk about uh, they talk about. Uh, I think they bring in all three at the very end of the show or whatever. And I they all the I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. But I've I've seen the clips and stuff like oh, that. Okay. And so they talk about. Uh, who do you think is the most underrated quarterback in the league? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so Mariota and Mahomes both say, it's Kirk Cousins. It's the guy sitting right here to my right. Kirk Cousins says, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. And he goes, I'm telling you, wherever Jimmy goes, he wins. And, you know, say what you will about his, you know, injury history and all this stuff. When he's on the field, he's a dog and he wins football games. And, you know, even, even stupid-ass Patrick Mahomes goes, yeah, I hope he doesn't do it in Vegas. Well, he might. <laughs> he might whip your ass, Pat. You know what I mean? I hate to break it to you. So, so I mean, I, I think Wouldn't that it be was nice to at least split with them. Just even just a split. Like yeah. I feel like if we're good enough to split with Kansas City, we're good enough to be relevant for the rest of the year. There you go. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Hundred dog walk the Broncos in week. hundred percent. hundred percent. And I think we will. I think we will. Um, but 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 yes. Yeah, so, so to so to talk about your other point there with Max, like that dude just takes it to another level. Like like I'm telling you, he is like in season mode. All year all, long. Yeah. All year long. He doesn't ever take a break. This guy lives, eats, breathes, sleeps Raider football and it and, and working training. on and working on his craft in every aspect. What can I do to 
eat better? Like, am I putting the right things in my body? Am I sleeping the right way? Am I recovering the right way? Am I working out the right way? He's got all these things that he works on all the time. And he goes, and, and that's why I don't ever set like goals for myself. He goes, I don't ever want to say, I want a hundred pressers this year, you know, because then if he goes out and does 80, then he's like, well, I, I let myself down. But then if he, you know, exceeds that expectation, he's like, well, you know, I'm setting my goals too low. Right, so like, right, I, right, I feel right. like Max has just kind of got like a daily goal, you know, like I'll, I'll like be the best version of myself in every aspect of my life. I mean, they even talk, he talks about, you know, having his little girl with him. You know, this is the first season that he's had, yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. know, it, it, you know, living that dad life and stuff like that. So he goes to so seeing his little girl, you know, watching him at training camp and all that stuff. He said it was so cool. So, I mean, he's just... I don't know, man. I'm telling you, he has taken it to another level this year. It's going to be, I mean, other quarterbacks, beware. This dude is going to be on fire. Absolutely. I love, I love it. He was talking about doing his MMA stuff, and he's like, yeah. when you're in a cage going against a freaking killer on the other side of you, you can't run. There's right. Nowhere to go. And he was like, so when I get on the field now, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, when I get in the field now, I'm a hunter. Like, when he said, exactly. Bro. Oh, Bro. My legs. Yeah, let's go, go let's, dude. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, that was cool as crap, man. So yeah, I, I, I'm I'm fired up for this. Um, great press conference today. Definitely go and check it out. Uh, Marcus Peters was all uh, not Marcus Peters. Uh, Marcus Epps was also there to play very briefly though. Yeah, Didn't yeah, yeah. Hear much from him. Um, yeah, they just kind of said what's up, and he was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a guy. But, but he's a guy too. I'm I'm really fired up to see him, and he's he's gonna be rocking number one, right? Isn't he he rocking one? one? I think he's wearing one, dude. Like, that's badass. Like, I love having number one back here in the back. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. Do you have any zeros? Because now you can wear zero. I know. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. The chat will know. The chat will know. Yeah. I thought it would be – and I like Divine Diablo's five. I think that five looks badass, especially on a linebacker. But I thought Diablo – Oh, yeah. Zero. You know what I mean? Yep. um, Or or Aiden O'Connell. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Because that's why Jim. Ooh. How cool would that have been to have a quarterback as number zero? Yeah. That'd have been tight. That's why Jim Otto wore zero zero was because of Otto. Uh Yeah. So I just, I thought that'd be neat. If I was, and and I kind of, whatever, call me a hater. I thought it was kind of funny that he picked. I love that he picked number four. It's kind of funny. But, um, but yeah, if I'm, if I'm O'Connell, I might be wearing a, you know what I mean? Yep. I might even just have my jersey on the back to say Connell. Oh. There you go. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, all right, Raider Nation. Well, uh, man, good, good. This is fun, man. This is good stuff. I'm fired up, dude. I do. Me too, man. Football is here. Oh, it's here. Right. Yeah. We got. Uh, uh, we've got Todd Christensen days left till till the first game. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Till week one. Shout out forty six. Yep. There you go. Um, and we've got. Uh, so we're in camp. When's our first preseason game? Uh, we will be there on August thirteenth. It's the first one, dude. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought because no, it's first. It's first one. Mm, it's the first one. It's the first one. Because there's three. Yeah, there's three. It's, this is the only one at home. And we play two on the road? We two play two on the road. Okay, I got yep. you. Yep, okay. yeah. And what is it? The uh, It's the Cowboys and the Rams, I think we yes. go on the road. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's the first one. Okay. And they talked to, because they talked to Jimmy about that today. Oh, about how, but, because, because he's, you know, he, obviously he's not going to play in the preseason, sure. but he's going to be there with looking across the field, looking at his old teammates, you know? So oh, that's right. And because the, they're going to do joint practices too. Yes. Okay. Now that, to, okay. I think it was Mo talked about this, Mo or, or Scott. One of them brought up the idea that the training camp practices have so much more value to them than the actual games themselves. A hundred percent. And one of my favorite things to watch in the preseason 
is the joint practices because they're effectively scrimmages, but they're in a controlled environment so they don't have to worry necessarily about the injury risk that you normally would when you're going full on live fire in a game. They can set up parameters within those practices to where, yes, you're going full speed, but you're not extending plays. You're not, you know what I mean? You're, you're thudding quarterbacks. You're doing that kind of stuff. I can't wait to watch a freaking the Niners and Raiders training camp scrimmages and joint practices. Those are going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Because And that's usually too, it should be just about hot enough and guys should be just about tired enough of hitting each other that they're going to get to scrapping with, with the other. A hundred percent. That's so fun, dude. A hundred percent. Jimmy G will be talking all the shit. Talking all the shit. Devontae will. He's going to be, you know, high-pointing folks and making them look stupid. You're going to see Max Crosby spinning around and tapping Brock Purdy and stuff like that. It's Yeah, it's going to be awesome, yeah, dude. I can't wait. I'm fired up. Excited. Yeah, yep. Exciting, yeah. All right, right next to you. Yeah, good stuff, though. Uh, so let us know in the comments. Uh, what you think, of course, and then please do us a favor also. If you're an audio subscriber, uh, well, if you're a subscriber, just thank you for subscribing. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Uh, hit a like, uh, a, a review if, you, if yes. you're an audio subscriber. Um, if you're not an audio subscriber, please look for Raiders Fan Radio on your favorite podcast service just by searching Raiders Fan Radio. Subscribe and hit the auto download. There you go. That way you don't ever you don't have to do anything. It, you just get a notification every time we do a show and it goes, hey, we're here again. What's up? Here. Yep. We're going to be diving into our busy season too, like, and that's uh, you know we're going to have uh, shows coming at you at least yep. every week, if not maybe a rundown plus doing some live stuff. Hundred percent. Know, when we do our live shows during the course of the season, we get such a flood of emails and phone calls that if we tried to do this kind of content uh, during that, it, we run out. We, so oh, hundred percent. A lot of times, Jeff and I will hop on, do a rundown, cover the news stories. And then we'll jump in on our live show and jump. yeah, and just almost do almost yeah, just a sea of fans kind of show, you know. So for sure, but you know, but there's going to be a lot of stuff cooking. So so we will be uh, so this is this will be the last rundown that we have for a minute because the next two weeks we're going to be live. So we're going to be live a week from today at the Red Phone Booth in Nashville. Uh, so if it's so, not live, we'll have it uploaded. Absolutely, we're not sure what their what their internet is like and, and their Wi-Fi and all that. So so we're, our intention is to go live, but if we're not live, then it'll be just a real fun show because I because Lamar will be there. My wife will be there. Miss Valerie will be there. Uh, all those all, CPA Joel and his wife will be there and stuff like that. So it's good. Yep. It'll be, yeah, it'll be, it'll be really fun. But then, so then we will also be live the week before week one of the preseason. And that's where we're giving away a signed Bo Jackson Jersey for the one nation foundation. So please, if you do anything, tell your friends to circle that date on the calendar. That's the one because we're last big push. We're really the last big pushes. That one could be a record night. And frankly, it should be because it's, because it's Bo, because it's it's it's, a, it, it's in a way like it's in a way a beautiful signature and it's got the Bo Jackson sticker of authenticity on the back. It's legit, man. It's the real deal. And so yeah, so tell your friends, you know, any other content creators, tell your friends and all that stuff. We're gonna try to amplify this message because it's all going to the One Nation Foundation. So why not, right? And Absolutely. and speaking of other content creators, we're also this season gonna be uh, gonna be doing a show on a semi regular basis yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, with Graf and Wasted. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Man. Yeah, excited for that. And shout out those guys and much respect for extending the invitation and and uh, we will gladly come and run it, man. That's that's uh, that's a, that's gonna be a fun time hanging yep. out with those guys. 
and we, you know we just have a ton of respect for the shows that they put on and uh and just it's always just fun hanging with those guys oh of course i'm talking about the raiders of course you know what i mean and so so that'll be a, a definitely a good time look forward to that uh and then yeah so then the week of the or weekend of the game um we're gonna be i don't think we'll be going live that weekend um but you can see me and maybe both of us live on silver and black today yes uh, after the game is over i might have to ask you to hold the camera of anything that's fine okay um, we can switch around to a selfie at one point or something. Yeah, there you go. Scott Mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but uh, but but so check check us out there uh, after the game live on uh, on their YouTube channel and also uh, support and listen to their show and the audio version of their podcast. Um, but I'm sure we'll do some sort of recordingy kind of thing, like we did. Even like, if we'll go live, just like live from a phone on YouTube or something like that, or live on on Twitter or X or like whatever. Now, in the rooms, like after the after the games, hundred percent. Like, we'll go live at the freaking Mandalay Bay pool. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we'll we'll have definitely a lot of stuff yeah. coming. Yeah. Uh, then we'll have a highlight video coming from our time with the Raider Dad folks. So tons of tons of comment and content. Uh, being produced uh, by your best friends here at Raiders Fan. Raiders. There you go. There you go. Hey, so so speaking of which, uh, m- you know, m- more of them and less of us is a good thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's hit the sea of fans. Okay. I forgot we had sea of fans. Well, yeah. All right, you intro that. All right. All right, so welcome back to the Sea of Fans mailbag portion of the rundown. Where uh, yeah, there you go, there you go. So 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 like we said, some more of you and less of us is always a good thing, and we appreciate the folks that reach out to us. And you can do that in a multitude of ways. You can either hit us up, uh, call uh, call and leave a voicemail at uh, at our hotline, and that is nine oh nine three four five three three four six. That's nine oh nine three four five three three four six. You can do that, and if you call and leave a message, and we play it three times, you become a made man or made woman here at Raiders Fan Radio and you can also email us and if you do that in undisclosed uncertain however many uh, times call it an indefinite just an indefinite okay well just until we decide to, to make you <laughs> then you just email us <laughs> and you could do that at get sh- made. yeah yeah get made bitches <laughs> uh, so yes yeah, so you can do <laughs> But, but yes, but but that email address is show, that is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com, and you do that. And a couple fine folks did that this week, and so we want to bring them to you right now. So uh, so first one, so evening, RFR crew, Murph, Swag, Jeff, and the F-bomb champion of the world, Michelle. Hooligan Nation here once again, screaming from flyover country, surrounded by Packers and Chiefs and Bears. Oh, my. Uh, so here is, yeah. So here it is how I see it currently. We've upgraded our quarterback to the two-foot model, uh, <laughs> which is which is a hell of an upgrade in the area of mobile quarterback. However, we cut our running game off at the knees. As of today, Josh Jacobs is leaving on a jet plane. Don't know if he'll come back again. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Saquon signs basically uh, for basically 900000 more than the tag. Hardly any additional incentives. Rumor was the running backs were in cahoots to fake injuries at key moments of the season to prove a point. I refuse to put the tinfoil... Uh, refused I refuse to put on that tinfoil hat I'm liking the court or the cornerback signing of Marcus Peters 32 career interceptions although his numbers have declined in the last few seasons uh well yeah he was injured and then was coming off of an injury Absolutely. so yep. so yeah so it would be all right um I know time will help will tell what happens next and I stay optimistic through it all but I'm a realist at heart and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't slightly nervous we're right with you 
Yeah. 100%. Yeah, very well put right there. Very well put. Uh, Vegas bookies have us uh, have us the, uh, the over under at seven and a half, and the smart people say six games if we're lucky. Of course, six and a half, and they were right. And they were right. They were right. So, of course, uh, they also say the Dischargers and the Donkeys are going to be the winningest teams next to the Queefs. Uh, So, uh, what about Homeboy signing a freaking fifty million dollar deal? Good. Good. You enjoy that. You enjoy that, Chargers. Bless it. Yeah. Hopefully, he can uh, you know work that hand to scrub that empty trophy case. Oh my God, he's not Patrick Mahomes. Like, I get why you pay Patrick Mahomes fifty million dollars. I even get sort of why you pay Lamar Jackson fifty million. I don't get why you pay Justin Herbert. He ain't that dynamic. He ain't. I mean, I think he's right in line as being the overrated quarterback. Just like well, and that's just, just like, like Philip Rivers was. Just like you know, just right, and, I'm not, and listen. And I've had some people at Twitter be like, "We well, wish he was your quarterback." Yeah, I'm not saying he's not good. Like he's pretty good, but is he highest paid quarterback in the league by fifty million dollars? Good. Nope. No, nah, man. Nope. I'm sorry. I don't see it. Nope. I don't see it. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. So, uh, so yeah. So, of course, they say the discharges and donkeys are going to be the winningest teams next to the Queefs. Uh, that's my point. Uh, what's my point, you asked? The point is they don't know shit, and neither do any of us, for that matter. Uh, camp has started, and anything is possible. Let's effing go. Just win, baby. That is Hooligan Nation. Hey, Hooligan Nation. Yeah, yep. much respect. Very, very good email. And, and you know what? And much respect to Hooligan Nation. Dude supports our show. So amazing. He's a member. He's on the Get Made member list. Yep. You can do that too if you want, Raider Nation. Just hit the join button. Cost you five bucks and you get a bunch of cool emojis and bags well, yeah. and stuff. Uh, but Hooligan Nation is a member. He writes in uh, letters all the time. Supports us on the Twitters. Like, dude is really supportive of Raiders Fan Radio. And we can't appreciate you enough, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right. Evening, everybody. Hope you're all well. Speaking of Ryder dies. There you go. As I type this, the Raider senior players are returning to training camp for the new football year. It's been a slow, long offseason, and speculation and discussion have been uh, have been off the scale. Sadly, the division in Raider Nation seems still seems to be a thing, and the Bidejo, Pendejo list is growing faster than Philip Rivers' nursery. <laughs> but, but we finally get to see the guys back in Henderson and hopefully st- start, starting the journey to the playoffs. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Marcus Peters has now joined a great... (laughs) That's so damn funny, man. Uh, Marcus Peters has now signed a great signing for us. He'll add fire and experience to the young DBs, and maybe Troy Hill will sign as well to add even more depth. Uh, We had positive news about Jimmy... Yeah. Uh, We had positive news about Jimmy G and his medical earlier in the week, so we can be cautiously optimistic about him as well. Uh, There are inevitably still questions to be answered, but football is back and the world seems to make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Following from last following on from last week's rundown, uh, when you both chose the players to watch through camp, I I have to say I'm looking forward to seeing Trey Tucker. I think this guy will be more than just a special teams player. Did you see that? No, uh uh-uh. uh. The, the Raiders listed like the players that the, the at camp that, okay. like, that increased or reduced weight. Okay. He's one of the ones. He put on some LBs. Oh, man. good. He muscled up a little bit. Good, good, good. Uh, I think this guy will be more than just a special teams player. I can see him being utilized in the same way when we were developing Henry Ruggs. I still think there's something about him that uh, screams star player. On defense, it would be Amari Bernie. The linebacker position still scares me, so if Bernie can hit the ground running, it would take some pressure off. And and he could become a huge asset. I'm with you on that too, Paul. Uh, overall, uh, overall, though, the year two guys will need to start showing significant improvement. And if all that comes together, the optimism, even among the most negative Raider Nation, could increase, even though they probably wouldn't admit it. 
Uh, one thing that is for sure is we're going to see a lot of good players cut over the coming weeks, which is a good sign as it shows the depth of our roster is still improving. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I found a couple of this or that questions I've forgotten to ask you. Oh, so here nice. they are. Okay. Over the recent over the recent years. Tell two, what it is. Yeah, there you go. Tell, no, tell oh, oh, yeah. So you got to choose one, right? So both could be good. Both could be bad. But you got to choose one. You got you got to hang your hat on one of them and let the other one walk away. It's a this or that. It's a this or that. So so over the recent years, two dramatic Raiders wins have stood out for me. The 31-30 win against the Chiefs on Thursday night football, car to Crabtree after numerous penalties, and the win against Ve- uh, win in Vegas against the Chargers in 2022 that oh. took us to the playoffs. Which did you enjoy more? So we, do we say it at the same time? Or do, or do you pick a different one? Oh, no. It's, we, I know we have the same one. Yeah, it's the Chargers. It's the Chargers, yeah, for sure. That was amazing. And that's Mosh and I were there. We were sitting with Trinidad. Yep. Uh, there at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, Lamont and Michelle were there. Cousin Sonny was there. Yeah, everyone but uh, Swag Jeff. Everybody but you. Everyone but me. But, um, yeah, dude, that was... There's um I heard somebody the other day on the Twitters. I can't remember right. who it was. Uh, on the X, is that what we're gonna call it now? On the X. <laughs> uh, and if you and if you know who you are, please uh, call it out so we can recognize you in this. Uh, said that the most Oakland Allegiant Stadium has has felt is the comeback win against the Ravens and the game against the Chargers. There you go. I wasn't at the Ravens game. Our buddy Graf was and he told us about that experience. Uh, but I was at that Chargers game, uh, and it was electric. It was absolutely yeah. insane, and not just because playoff Willie was on the sideline, um, but it was absolutely an incredible and hundred percent an incredible game. And you know the way that we freaking you know from you know all the shit that we give him uh, from the smirk on Derek Carr's face when he calls the timeout. Yep. Brandon Staley's dumbass going from it on his own 20, like all the things in that game. Yep. And the Justin game. Herbert where he was going, I've never wanted a tie so bad. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. yeah what and a dopey ass. Watching you throw that deep pick to Casey Hayward. Justin, yep. Like that was worth $50 million alone right there. Yep. There you go. Uh, Get but, you some. But absolutely. But that game was just absolutely incredible. And I can't, I haven't, I've been to a lot of games now at Allegiant, but I'm into them all. Some people say, like, oh, every, every game's a takeover by other teams' fans. I can tell you this. That game wasn't. And I know there's only six Charger fans anyways. Right. But there were only two of them there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And they were all getting shit talked on the way out of the Well, yeah. Well, wasn't that – and, and, Exactly. There you go. Yeah, didn't people follow him out of Allegiant Stadium, Hell chirping yeah. him? I love – You love to see it. You love to see it. You love to see it. So, uh, so yeah. So, which one did you enjoy more? That's our that's our answer, Paul. So, and then which of these two games did you find the most emotional? Uh, the defeat to the uh, to the Jaguars in the last game at the Coliseum, or the win in Houston the day after Al Davis passed oh, away? Damn. Yeah. Ouch. All right. So, which one's more emotional to you? That's a really really hard question. Um, I'm gonna go with the, the loss against the Jaguars because while I'm the Biggest Al Davis fan on the planet. I mean, I'm ready to get a tattoo of the guy's name on my body. I, I mean, you couldn't. I, I couldn't be more reverent for any figure that I never met than 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 Al Davis. Um, but that team wasn't that great. Um, you know, I loved the sentiment behind it, but it was you know it was on the road. It was in Houston. You know, 
Um, shout out Michael Huff. There you go. Yep, yep, yep. Picking the end zone. But the last game in Oakland was a culmination of an era. That second era back. And the Jaguars were not that great of a football team. You know, there's a lot of reasons we should have won that game, and I'll save it. But, like, that was so disappointing to all the great, wonderful, amazing things, not just even from the second era in Oakland, but for the entirety of the Raiders era in Oakland, there were so many iconic, definitive things from the sea of hands and, you know, just right. the AFC Championship game in 2001 against the Titans or 2002 against the Titans. So many amazing things happened in Oakland. And to have it end like that right? with, you know, with the, nachos with the, and beer raining down on the field and Oakland fan pissed off. And, right. and I get it. And I get it why they were emotional. Well, yeah, we were all pissed. Because the Jaguars weren't shit. They were terrible. You know they were terrible. Yeah, it was Garter Garter Minshew, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm totally. I'm, yeah, that's, I'm, that's my fault. I'm, I'm totally with you too. But I get both of them though. That's one of those that's, ones where there ain't no wrong answer in this. They're both emotional, just for different. They're reasons. both emotional, and to, and to tag that too, you know. I mean, think of all the Raider greats that were at that last game in Oakland too. Yes. I mean, they had all yeah, that stuff at, at. They had all that stuff at halftime, and they brought out all these legends and all these great players and all this stuff and lit the torch you know one last time and all that stuff and for us to kind of fall flat on our face at the end you know shout out keelan doss you know and bay area guy and oakland guy that had the ball literally hit him in the middle of the face mask it was literally written to happen to walk off right by an oakland guy or right 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 yeah yeah i'm i'm with you that was rough. yep and finally okay. finally, finally finally uh way back in the midst of time i gave you my all-time raiders team made up of players that have been around during my fandom the reason i mentioned it again is because apart from uh charles woodson and Bo, it was pretty much the super bowl 18 group and i think it's about time that i'm able to replace some of those grand old names with some of the current group oh, okay. so how about it raiders how about we go and make some new heroes? Let's effing go. Stay safe, RFR fam. You love your Raider Nation, his lordship. The Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, Prod Made Man, five-time, 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 times two, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Hey, Paul. Paul, 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 Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. All right. We appreciate you, Paul, and appreciate all the emailers tonight. All of you, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Much respect. Much respect. And yeah, and if you want to communicate with us here at Raiders Fan Radio, uh, you can do that in a multitude of ways. But call on the show and, and writing us emails is the best way to do it. And then we will always feature those uh, on Raiders Fan Radio, especially on the live show. Yep. And can't wait to get back to that and hearing from so uh, very many of you. Uh, we miss you guys. We miss hearing from you in the off season. Uh, and hope you enjoyed your summer. And now it's time to get back to Get back to work. Oh, man. Get back to work. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. So, um, Jeff. That's all I got. Other than just thanking you for your support of the One Nation Foundation again. Um, so we're going to still wait on these calls that, that, that we're expecting today, but we hopefully we'll have some big, big news to share with you guys very soon. Yep. And just again, please do us a favor. Support the One Nation Foundation. You can go to onenationfoundation.net. You can donate to it directly there. You can do super chats. You can buy our merch. You can go to uh, our Public site, which is on our website. Yep. RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, hit the gear button, and that'll take you to TeePublic. It can also take you to Fanatics. If you want official Raiders gear, like what Jeff's wearing, 
If you go through our website, Fanatics gives us a kickback. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Right. They just give us a kickback and that money goes straight to the foundation. And then even if you can't contribute monetarily, we just ask again. Subscribe to the audio podcast. If you watch us on the YouTubes, go over to the audio podcast and, and hit the subscribe and the auto download. If you're an audio podcast listener, hit the subscribe on the on the YouTube. Doesn't cost you anything extra and you ain't gotta watch us twice. Yeah, you ain't gotta watch us once. There you go. Get those suckers out there and tell your radio friends about us. And because again, 100 percent of the of the, of the attention and the influence generates advertising, uh, and that generates money for One Nation Foundation. So thank you guys very, very much. We love you so much. Bye, Jeff. Absolutely, and thanks everyone that is in the chat here at the premiere on the YouTube. So, so yeah, so much respect to each and every one of you. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So, hey, so thanks for joining us for another episode of the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Uh, uh, what, what else? What else do I say? Uh, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. All of our taglines. See you, bye. Bye, Bye.